Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio, and today we are joined by nobody. It's just me. Um, I'm probably going to have to get up in a minute to let Luna back in. Uh, you might hear some coughing right now in the background. Um, Jill and I both are fighting colds. Um, I think I'm coming out on the end of it, but it is uh, being fierce with Jill. So if you could keep us both in your prayers, that would be... <coughs> Sorry. That would be wonderful. Um... And today we are going to do a topic that, I'll be straight up, I want to revisit this topic with uh, with some other people. I've actually got two in mind who I would love to do this topic with, but I've been sitting on this for a while, so I'm just like, hey, you know what, the heck with it, I'm going to do it. Um, before we jump right in, I am excited to share, I got uh, a copy of Pastor Hector Mirai uh, from Faith and Fame. I got his new book, Flocked Up. Sheep Still Going Astray, it just arrived today, and I cannot wait to read it. Um, I had Hector on One Cross Radio a number of episodes ago, and he actually mentioned um, that he was going to be doing Flocked Up, and I couldn't wait for that uh, for that to come out, so I'm really excited to read it. Um, I really, really enjoy Hector's writing. Um, in the Faith and Fandom, all about finding God in geek culture, but the other... His other book, which evidently this is the second in the series, um, but 10 Things I Learned from Sucking at Student Ministries. Um, on the back of here, this is saying, Things I Learned from Sucking at Ministry. Um, 10 Things I Learned from Sucking at Student Ministries was outstanding. Um, there were so many times as I was reading it, I'm just like, I get that. I've been there. Um, and even now that I'm not in like church ministry anymore, um, there's still things from when I was running evening program where I'm like, aha, I've done that. Um, so it was really relatable. So I can't wait to read this. Um, but I've stalled enough. <laughs> um, today's topic, we are looking at, um, two franchises that as much as they are separate, I really feel they've become intertwined. And at times in my head, it's hard to keep them separate. And I am talking about the alien and predator franchises, um, like they're borderline intertwined to the point that on, they have their own wiki, um, where it's them together. Now there's so many fandom wikis, like name a fandom and you'll, you'll find a wiki for it. Pro wrestling has one, uh, Japanese wrestling has one, um, Star Trek's got one, Memory Alpha, um, Wikipedia, um, I can't remember the name of the Lord or lord of the rings one harry potter zelda friggin everything uh has a wiki pretty sure even wikis have wikis now um but i digress uh recently on a podcast with billy business they were uh they were talking about i can't remember which alien movie um but might have been oh no it was prometheus and that's kind of what inspired this um because I remember when Prometheus was coming out and I was so excited for Prometheus um, to, pro to provide some context. Uh, there hadn't been a great alien movie since James Cameron's aliens. Um, you can't sing the praises enough of Ridley Scott's original alien, nor the vast departure, but outstanding sequel uh, and own an outstanding film in its own right. Aliens, uh, both have 
their defenders over which one's the best. Um, we'll touch on Alien 3 in a little bit, but it was it was definitely not as good. Um, there's not really anything good to say about the, the fourth film, Alien Resurrection. Some of the special effects were nice. Um, and you know what? There was the interesting plot point of Ridley being a clone um, and her having... So, like the alien uh, because she was cloned after the, the chest buster and all that so she had a little bit of alien DNA in her so that influencing her was kind of interesting and Sigourney Weaver's performance was outstanding but that that's about it Alien Resurrection sucks pretty hard um, yeah so and then after that um you had the debacles that were both alien and pre alien versus predator sequels um which i'll touch on a little bit later so when prometheus was announced it was ridley scott's coming back ridley scott's coming back to sci-fi ridley scott's coming back to sci-fi and he's doing a prequel to alien it lit everybody up suddenly everybody was super excited um, now Damien Lindelof was writing and some other writers were in there and that caused a little bit of concern among some people, but, um, for the most part it was, people were excited. Heck, I remember the first couple trailers dropping and I was so, so excited because they were really legit good trailers. Um, and the cast was great And when you had Idris Elba, um, and Michael Fassbender, um, I'm not huge on Charlize Theron, but she, she, she's good or she can be good. Um, Naomi, uh, Repence or Rapace, I can't remember how to pronounce her name. I wasn't familiar with her work, but she looked good. And there was so much imagery and music that was a direct callback to the first alien. Um, it was super exciting. Um, that was one of my year's most anticipated movies. I was like, oh my gosh, we're finally going to get a good prequel. Um, oh my gosh, like, this looks outstanding. <sighs> and then we got what it was. Now, Prometheus still had some good things. Uh, Idris Elba was, to me, outstanding in it. Um, there's one scene in particular towards the end where he's, he's talking with Shaw about what's in the um why can't i remember the names uh the big um <laughs> they used to be called the space jockeys but then they um they got a whole new a whole new name in um in alien in prometheus um sorry i'm going to look it up prometheus bald guy <laughs> yep it is an engineer wow sorry guys um yeah uh the engineers which used to be looked at as the space jockeys um which was the thing that was flying the ship on lv426 in alien um yeah that it was him saying like those engineers like that's a weapons plant it was just really really well acted um, and the scene where Shaw gives birth to the thing that should have been a facehugger was 
was really, really tense. Um, and Michael Fassbender steals the bloody show because Michael Fassbender is awesome and his David is a really interesting character. But the thing was, I think it's... It, so it started as a prequel to Alien and those threads are still there uh, to a very frustrating point. Um, but then along the way, they're like, no, we're, we're having fun kind of creating new here. So it's... A loose prequel. It's in the same universe. Um, but it's it's not a straight up prequel. So you had two very different ideas. But with threads of both. And there were so many things where it could have just been a straight up bloody prequel to Alien. The planet easily could have been LV-26. Um, the ship crashing at the end should have been... Um, the one from LV-26 with the, uh, with the chestbuster coming out of the engineer. Because at the end they showed the, like, the giant friggin' squid almost um, facehugger going against the engineer as it was chasing Shaw around. And then, like, the deacon comes out of it, which is this thing that just, it's not the xenomorph, but it looks like the xenomorph. Um, it was, that that's a bit of a letdown. Um, and these things these legit little twists um where you just make it a face hugger um it is lv26 um you don't show the deacon coming out but you see the chestbuster coming out of the thing and that that's why the ship space shocky ship crashes that could have satisfied the alien prequel and then you could have done whatever the heck you wanted um and then it's like all right so we've told the story now we're going to go off like prometheus for me was just so frustrating because it could not pick a lane. There was too many dangling threads from the prequel um, that when it's like, it's throwing in these new things to be like, we're not a prequel, but it would be so much more organic if it was. It's just kind of like, pick a lane here, dude. Like, if you're not going to do the prequel, don't have it be on a planet named LV whatever. Don't show us the xenomorph on the, like on a wall or something. Like, don't, don't keep teasing us. Now, I know... You can get into the stories about the behind-the-scenes uh, treatment, where apparently there was a lot of pressure um, from studios to include the uh, the xenomorphs and all that. But that was still pretty, like pretty frustrating. Um, and Prometheus isn't the most fun watch because you can't, I can't get beyond the disappointment stuff, and at times it's also just really dumb. Uh, I mean, everybody makes fun of the fact that Vickers runs in a straight line as this thing is just falling straight. And uh, Naomi um, Shaw, she is like, oh, hey, I'll run at a slight right angle and I'll get away. Um, that made sense. Or the two scientist dudes, the, the biologist and the guy who's mapping stuff, gets lost. They shy away from other things. Um, naturally, and they're like, I want to study, but uh, also we're amongst alien things here. Um, and then the whole snake thing and all that. Like, it gets it gets really dumb. Uh, and it really makes characters dumb just for the plot to keep going. So, that was a real disappointment. Um, now, I am definitely in the minority on this. I recognize that. But I thought... Alien Covenant was a really good movie. Um, 
to me it's the case of I'm watching a dis- different movie than everybody else. It was leaps and bounds so much better than than Prometheus. Um, like it was a Prometheus sequel, and it wasn't try. I didn't find it trying to be an Alien prequel. Um, now I know people apparently in that one that's where the studio was really forcing out the xenomorph, and it gets complicated that David basically like engineered the xenomorphs, or that's that's kind of what it's going for, or maybe it's like he recreated them, um, because the friggin' hieroglyphic basically on the wall, um, showing them, like, don't enter this room, these friggin' things are in here, um, and it, it, it can get, uh, confusing, because in the, in the, in Prometheus, like, the, the engineers were friggin' tanks, um, like one destroyed friggin' everybody, and then they go back to the home world, and then they just drop all the goo on them, and then they're wiped out like that, like nothing. Um, it's a cool scene for David because David's character is crazy interesting, and that's the franchise that it seems Scott wants to make. And hey, I'm down. Um, I do want an alien prequel, but the problem is, since we've had Prometheus, now we have to get this slightly this. This story where very similar events probably happen. Um, and it's just a coincidence. Uh, but Covenant, I thought, was really, really good. Like, again, I know I'm in the minority on this. Um, but seriously, I felt I was watching a very different movie um, than a lot of people. Like, people bring up the flute scene as comedy. And they're like, that was so awkward. And that was so stupid. And that was so whatever. And I'm like, I thought, to me, that was very intentional um the first alien and it hasn't been in any of the aliens since until covenant um part of what made the first alien so horrific was its sexual themes rape male rape um like forced uh like forced impregnation um like the xenomorph if you ever look up the original designs for it are incredibly phallic um and even still you can make the argument that it kind of is but not to the point of the original designs um like those sexual issues were there in the first one and then they kind of got left to the wayside in this movie they brought it back like primarily through primarily through the scene with david and walter um with friggin michael fassbender just again knocking it out of the park doing an amazing job um he like he he steals and makes that movie um the action is is quite bloody but it works uh the cinematography is gorgeous the planet they they land on some of the shots are outstanding it's not perfect by any means but to me it works um oh yeah the the friggin shower scene at the end what towards the end where it's like two people in a shower they're not even doing sexual stuff it's like they're being consoled and then I think something's about to happen, but then the Xenomorph comes in, and there's a deliberate callback shot to the first alien, uh, where the first alien's tail like creeps up the inside of um, like this crying, terrified woman's leg, really implying something terrible is about to happen. And then they they do that callback. I felt this movie was really a step in the right direction, um, but it was not the hit that they wanted. Um, so, and since the mergers happened, 
status is kind of up in the air. Uh, at one point, there was um, I just can't remember his name. Uh, Neil 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 Ballencamp Neil Ballencamp. Um, yeah, Neil Blomkamp. Um, he was developing a a script or story treatment for what was going to be Alien Five, which was really interesting. Um, and it was going to involve basically ignoring Alien 3 and 4. Because <coughs> Alien 3 and 4, uh, well, Alien 3, right out the gate, killed off, um, killed off Hicks. No, actually, Hicks is already dead, sorry. Alien 3 killed off Newt, and... Okay, so... Oh, yeah, no, it was right. It was Hicks. Dang it. Wow, sorry, guys. Um... Yeah, so they killed off Newton Hicks, which pissed off a lot of people. Um, so, and the, uh, there was a successful game, Alien uh, Colonel Marines, that was going to that did bring back Hicks and explain some things, um, but that's not canon. So it it got a lot of traction, uh, but it seems like Ridley Scott kind of shot it down, and uh, Neil's movie Chappie not doing too hot. Um, put the kibosh on it a bit so right now it's back in it's kind of back in development hell um and its status is up in the air um so alien is i i'm i've heard rumors that they're gonna let scott do another one we'll see um because it's it's all under disney now so we'll we'll see what happens um let's hop to predator for a minute because the they do end up intertwining. Um, Predator One is legitimately outstanding. Uh, it is it. The only thing that hasn't aged well is some of the dialogue. Um, yeah, there's swear words. There's stuff. There's jokes that would now be considered homophobic. Uh, so that part's the part that hasn't aged well. Uh, but the rest of the movie is outstanding. It's tense. The action is great. It is more of a thriller than an action movie. It gets grouped in with action movies because of friggin' Arnie, Jesse Ventura, um, Billy D. Will. No, not Billy D. Williams. Um, dang it. Sorry, Lando. Um, Carl Weathers. Yeah, and, um, like, big dudes with huge muscles and all that. Like, it's thought of as, like, an 80s action movie. It has some good action set pieces, but it's it's more a thriller, and it's a good one. It's The movie is dang near perfect. Um, to the point that no subsequent Predator film has been able to, to do anything really satisfactory. Predator 2... Um, I still like it. It's not nearly as good, um, but it, it's a solid sequel. Um, and it introduces some new things to the Predators, some new weapons. It's honor code, like not killing people that are unarmed, not killing people that people are things that are, are pregnant. Um, those are those are some good good additions to the lore. Um, and Predator 2 is what kick-started the whole alien thing because as uh, Danny Glover is fighting the Predator in the sh or he, he tracks the Predator to its ship, um, 
and you come across like the trophy room of skulls and you see a xenomorph skull and then dark horse comics took off with alien versus predator stuff um that's the thing that started it all or actually i think there was the comics and that was a nod to the comics i can't remember um but th- it's because of that film that re- wider audiences got the idea of oh hey these things are tied together um but it, it didn't do enough to distance itself from the first predator you got years 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 later after both avp films um you got predators which i enjoyed but was still very much the the first predator uh just this time it involves a second group of predators that are fighting the other ones and they're all instead of predators coming to our planet to hunt they're taking the worst of us and putting them on their game reserve planet um but there's so, like the music at points is and certain scenes are direct nods to the original and the thing is the first one was so perfect that they haven't escaped it um alien to aliens like the great thing ridley scott uh sorry james cameron did he's like i can't make a better alien movie than than ridley scott like this was a sci-fi horror movie i can't do this what i'm gonna do instead is make a like an action thriller with and amplify the aliens like aliens is debatably more of a 80s action than predator than predator was um but because it was so vastly different it escaped the shadow and set its own tone um sorry about that um yeah aliens really escaped alien and set its own set its own tone carved its own path and then it really added this element to the franchise where it's like you can exist as a horror as a thriller as an action piece um predator and none of its subsequent sequels did anything like that they they were just like well let's keep predator 2 was all right it it tried to be different instead of the jungle it was um the concrete jungle of los angeles um but it was still uh, not different enough and then predators was very much a callback um the only one that you could say tried to be different was shane black's the predator i don't know what that mess was it was it was terrible it was awful um let's pretend that didn't happen and that one's really frustrating because it had potential um i don't know if it was studio interference i don't know if it was shane black um himself but it the predator is bad um yeah no it's bad there's some good spots but it's the worst predator movie bar none special effects wise it's it's good mostly but yeah they 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 haven't done enough in any of the predator films to differentiate um they keep they keep going back to the well um and eventually you do want army to come back but also you're like i don't know man should we just leave this anyways might work better as a series i don't know uh so then yeah uh, i've alluded to the in-betweens so after alien resurrection came out and it was i think it was an all right hit but 
didn't light the world on fire. Um, they were toying with Alien 5, and at one point it was going to involve both James Cameron and Ridley Scott, which is like, that's really interesting. But at the same time, they were, because of the success of the comics and also some games of Alien vs. Predator, they're like, let's, let's just take both our franchises that aren't selling so well, look at this model that's selling really well, and do that. And then rate a PG. Take two R-rated franchises, throw them in a blender, and drop a rating. So the things that people most identify with these, we can't do. <coughs> so you got AVP, which is really bad. Um, it's really, really dumb. It's just... Uh, there was potential there. They're, they're trying some things. But it's really interesting when you look at the two, and both are bad. One, the first one is written by someone who's clearly much more of an Alien fan than a Predator fan. Uh, because then the Predators, who are supposed to be the ultimate hunters, uh, which takes so much to kill, it's like, well, we got three. And they're, they're basically teenagers. This is their first hunt. This is their trial to get to become adults. Let's... Let's have them killed off. Two killed off. Liggity split. Uh, one survived, but then we kill them at the end. Um, while there's all this stuff about how the predators were breeding aliens as the ultimate prey using humans, and they created the all the temples, and they were worshipped as gods, and it's what? Um, it's kind of confusing and dumb because they don't ever really describe it. Uh, and the aliens seem really overpowered in it. Um, and then at the end, the cool thing was at the end, like you, you saw, you never saw the facehugger hit it. You weren't sure, but it was implied like a facehugger got a predator. Uh, so at the end, the pred alien comes out. Spoilers, but don't watch the movie. It sucks. Or do I'm not your boss. Um, then a couple of years later, you got Alien versus Predator Requiem. Emphasis on the R because it's like, oh hey, we're all rated again. Uh, so now we can show, like, predators slicing, like, cutting the skin off and hanging people up and, like, limbs flying and all that. We can we can be R-rated and gross again. Um, and it was, in many ways, much worse. <laughs> like, even though the R-rating was there, it's, it's in a small town. Um, a lot of the characters are really paper-thin. And, the, like, uh, the problem is with these movies, it's... It's like, oh, hey, these are versing, but we're putting the huge emphasis on the human characters because that's what's going to make you care. You're, they're, they're your situational characters. Um, they're going to draw you in, but they don't really do anything to make the characters likable. They don't really do anything to make you identify with the characters. So you're, you're there to watch the aliens and predators throw down, but it's separated so much by these paper-thin, terrible characters. Um, which you know are going to die, and it's it just takes too long to get there. Um, and it doesn't help that it was shot mostly at night. Like, it is dark. It, it's dark thematically. There's some stuff that's super dark and messed up. Um, yeah, the Pred Alien is... The Pred Alien design was really cool, um, but at one point it was really messed up. It was going around a hospital, and instead of facehuggers, 
it was like it would attach and force embryos and it was deliberately looking for pregnant women which is messed up that's dark um just so then well they're bigger more will come which it's no it's still really messed up um but then also it's like so much of it's dark and at night um and you see the humans standing off against the aliens and at times winning um which also really sucks because like ridley's whole struggle in the in the first in alien and then aliens is like look if one of these things gets back we are absolutely screwed and then yeah sure let's have these alien versus predator movies take place on earth and humanity's fine um the only good thing about avp are was the the predator itself um nicknamed wolf it was heavily inspired by uh the character of i think winston i i I can't remember if it's been a while since i've watched pulp fiction but it was uh inspired by harvey keitel's character who was nicknamed wolf who was the cleaner he was just there to clean up a mess this predator shows up to clean up the mess of avp um i think they were hoping like it would clean it up with the fans but it did not um yeah it was avpr sucks um yeah no it's just not good Uh, there's some cool alien and predator fight scenes um but you can look them up on youtube and try to brighten your screen so you can actually see what the heck's going on uh but the most of the time it's just really really bad and really dumb um so right now these franchise these two slash three slash one uh, franchises or franchise are all in precarious positions uh, we don't know what's going on with Alien there's talks that it might happen um, but nothing concrete there's no real update on if we're getting another Predator movie and if we are if it's going to completely ignore um, the Predator like the Predator completely ignored Predators um, or like what what's going on um my hope for the future honestly uh i wouldn't mind alien 5 um i'd like to see the prometheus the this prometheus kind of trilogy wrapped up uh satisfactory uh satisfactorily i can't speak i can't words i'm sorry um satisfactionally there we go (laughs) um Um, I'd like to see it wrapped up well. Um, I wouldn't mind Alien 5, uh, be it Neil Blomkamp's or, uh, Ridley and James. That could be interesting. Um, truthfully, it's weird, but I think a third Alien Predator could be the way to go. Um, there's precedent for this, this working. Um, there's some great avp comics um these things existing in the same universe can make for a good story we haven't gotten it yet on the big screen but i think you could get a great film out of it not necessarily film with a capital f or anything like the quality of the first alien or aliens or even or even predator because predator is freaking amazing um but you could definitely get a good film out of it. 
just separate it farther the heck away from Earth. Have it not be before any of the other movies. Um, like, just set it in the future. Set, or set it in the current... <sighs> after, a, after Alien Resurrection. Um, it would be... It, it could be really, really, uh, really good. Um, also, like, I would love an animated adaptation of one of the scripts for for alien 3 um alien 3 is definitely much more of an interesting case for what was or what it could have been um fincher it was like david fincher's first theatrical film he had so much studio pressure that legit when they were doing the the alien quadrilogy dvd sets and they were releasing like alternate cuts of the movie and director's cuts of the movie um he didn't he wasn't involved he's like my cut wouldn't be anything workable out of this like it would have been something entirely different um there was a great documentary uh, on those discs about what was going to uh, some of the many things because alien 3 was going to be so many different things but the one that sounded really really interesting um that certain elements of were adapted into the actual thing was it was going to be um based on a story treatment by i think a gentleman named vincent ward um where it was going to be a wooden planet like basically a wooden satellite or wooden moon in space um instead of prisoners it was going to be monks uh there wasn't going to be any futuristic technology um and like it begins similar to how alien 3 began like the the ship crashes um instead of finding out if newt and hicks are dead they're just nowhere to be seen you don't know what's going on um like it seems to be just a separate pod and i'm not sure you were going to find out in that one what happens um and then a lot of yeah no a lot of gorgeous wooden architecture in this thing um they're doing crops it's like farm country but in space <laughs> um and you could get into some interesting religious themes and the alien almost looking demonic like the monks considering it a devil um it, it sounds really good and really interesting um i like alien 3 it's flawed as heck um but i still enjoy it for what it is that probably would have been better um and that would have been something that you could be like that if every if every single thing that makes a film great delivers, then that could have stood next to Alien One, Alien Two, and then it could have been there. Um, so I'd love an animated version of that. Um, but short of that, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, the the prequel Prometheus thing tied up. I'd love it. I hope it. I hope it's good. Um, I don't know how you're gonna do it while it's still being like, well, we're a prequel and we're setting it up, aliens without getting back to some of the stuff we already did in Prometheus. Um, but I'd love to see that tied up because dangling threads are at times annoying. Um, at times, I do miss when earlier film franchises would just be like, yeah, we're ignoring the earlier sequel, but we're kind of past that now, so you can't. Um, yeah, Predator, I'd love a good 
Predator movie again. Um, but legit, I think an AVP reboot could be a good way to go um, for both of these franchises. I mean, I don't watch horror movies as much as I used to anymore. Um, and I'm not in any way, shape, or form advocating people to go watch this movie. But to give credit where it's due, uh, the second best <laughs> versus movie I've ever seen was Freddy versus Jason. Uh, it's still a terrible film, but the explanation for why those characters were intertwining and interacting and fighting worked. Um, a number of the aspects of those that film worked much better than Alien vs. Predator or AVPR. Um, I'm pretty sure Godzilla vs. Kong next year is going to beat it out. <laughs> um, but we'll see. We'll see. It's going to beat it out, though. Uh, so, yeah, that's um, that's my talk on Alien and Predators and uh, AVP. Um, and it is one, like I said, I want to have again. Uh, I know some really, really good... Uh, really solid film fans uh, who are both big fans of I think one is a fan of Aliens more and the other is a fan of Predators more so I kind of want to pit them together Um, (laughs) but I'd love to do this topic with someone um, because even though we're almost at 40 minutes or whatever it is um, we've only scratched the surface a bit Um, you could really do a deeper dive Um, speaking of at some point soon, I will be doing another deep dive. Uh, I'm pretty sure the next deep dive will be on Godzilla. That one has been requested. So, requester, I have heard you. Um, and it will be coming. The difficulty with some of the deep dives, uh, and by some, I mean the one that I've done so far, is that I did it because I do other episodes where it was kind of shallow on it, but I still pack in a bit of information into it. So, some of these deep dives are going to be featuring a lot of the same comments but i'm hoping that it'll still be different enough and be something you guys will enjoy uh but let me know what other franchises would you like me to talk about um i can straight up let you know if i've seen them um i'll get back to you i'm also excited to say i can't say with who but i will be a guest on someone's podcast uh coming up soon um and i'm really excited i've never been on the other side of this so I've always been the host. I've always been the one kind of driving the conversation um, as much as I can, even though I ramble. Um, but I'm it, it's, it's going to be a blast, and I, I can't wait. Uh, and it's somebody whose podcast I, I really thoroughly enjoy and get a lot out of, so I, I'm, I'm legit excited. So I will share that information with you guys when I can. Um, all right, all that being said, I hope you have a wonderful night. Uh Again, please keep uh, mine and Jill's health in your prayers. Um, thank you guys so much for all your support. Um, every like, every comment to me in person or even message, uh, like text or message over Facebook on the Instagram account, it does legit mean the world to me. Um, so I really, really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for your prayer support as well. Um, so much through friends i have i seen god in these past couple months uh god's love god's grace um and just representations of him through through people intentional or not uh, i'm seeing i'm seeing the lord act in people and it's something i've really needed so seriously thank you and praise be to god um on the final side note I am, it's an interesting experience. I'm going back through older episodes because when, uh, Podbean, 
I can't remember when last sometime last year uh, added a thing where it's like, hey, whenever you post a new episode, it auto shares to your YouTube account. So we're trying to make our YouTube channel grow. And we've got a playlist with our episodes, but there was a missing 44 episodes. So I'm going back, getting old audio, like getting the audio and manually making like new, but not really new videos up to YouTube. Um, so that that's been kind of a fun thing because it's revisiting stuff that I haven't listened to since I recorded it or or a little bit after that um and what I'm what I've kind of decided to do is um we'll see how long I actually go for it but on holidays when I don't do an episode what I'm starting to thinking of doing is re re-releasing a like some of our early episodes um we are at something around 80 somewhere between 80 and 85 episodes in right now uh we have been doing this for two years which is awesome uh and we've crossed 2,000 downloads which is so exciting to me um so i'm just like hey you know what why not like why not toss out the first couple episodes or some of the early episodes and it'll be fun for me to add the theme to it now so then there's some continuity um uh-huh. so yeah uh stay tuned for that those will be coming all that being said, all that side, all the side tangents uh, being done. Thank you so much for listening, supporting. Um, drop a comment if you can about another film or franchise you'd like me to talk about. I can let you know if I've seen it, so I can talk about it. Um, and if, if, as I've said before, if there's anything I can pray for, drop me a direct message. It's nobody's business. I'm not doing this to be like, oh hey, look at me praying for people. Um, I do want to pray for you because I know how much it means to have people praying for me um yeah let me know um if you guys can please like and share uh and on youtube subscribe i'm trying to get the uh, us growing a bit um if you can if you're listening on itunes drop us a review it gets it gets more eyes to us um yeah not that i'm doing it for fame or anything or but heck why not i'd love to see it grow more um, it's exciting to see it grow, but asking for some help with that too. <laughs> um, all right. Side tangents done. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Take care and God bless my friends. Peace.